0: The Kraft Foods Company presents Harrow Perry as the Great Gildersleeve. Yeah. <laughs> the Great Gildersleeve is brought to you by the Kraft Foods Company, makers of parquet margarine. Every day, millions of women all over America serve Kraft's parquet margarine because it tastes so good.
1: Don't delay, try it today. You'll say hooray for Kraft's parquet,
2: parquet, parquet.
0: Parquet margarine. P-A-R-K-A-Y, it's wonderful. <coughs> been dirty work in Summerfield, a dastardly blow has been struck.
1: ah oh, you dirty guy!
0: Blood has been spilt all over Leroy's blouse.
1: No, but you you dirty guy! I'll tell my uncle he'll fix you, you dirty guy!
0: Upon this bloody scene enters jurisprudence in a 1936 Studebaker.
3: What happened? He hit me,
1: the dirty guy. I didn't do a thing and he hit me. Come back here, you young ruffian. Come back, I say. Let him go, Judge. If he comes back, he'll hit me again.
3: Not while I'm standing here, he won't.
1: He will, too. He'll do anything, the dirty guy. <laughs> Who is
3: the boy? Here, take my handkerchief.
1: It's Snyder. Who? Snyder.
3: What's his first name?
1: He hasn't got any, just Snyder. That's what the teacher calls him.
3: How's the nose? Is it stopping? No. Well, tilt your head back. Way back. That's it. Now come along. Climb in my car and I'll take you home.
1: Hey, wait. What's wrong? I can't see where I'm going.
3: Uh, Here, I'll guide you. Keep your head back. Climb in.
1: What do I do with a handkerchief? Uh,
3: just throw it away. (laughs) Here. Just let it drop, Leroy.
1: (laughs)
4: Judge, won't you... Leroy, for heaven's sake. Hi, Marge. Uncle Mort, come and see Leroy. He's a mess.
3: Now, Marjorie, it's just a bloody nose. Nothing to get worried about. Happens to every boy sooner or later.
4: It happens to Leroy all the time.
3: Perhaps we'd better take him into the living room here and let him lie down on the couch.
4: I'm okay. <laughs> Nevertheless,
3: I think you
5: do well, well. what's all the excitement down here? Who was that that just get Leroy?
1: Hi, Uncle.
5: Huh? Oh, what happened, my boy? Are you all right? Here, lie down. Don't just stand there, Judge. Marjorie, don't just stand there. Now, Gilded, don't lose your head. Who's losing his head? If you just use yours, can't you see the boy is bleeding? Simple nosebleed. Lie down, Leroy. Get a pillow. Put it under
3: his feet. Under his head, you mean? Under his feet. Feet should be higher than his head? Head should be higher than his feet. Feet should be higher than his head. Any fool knows that. That's for fainting. Don't tell me. This is
5: a nosebleed. You want him to spout like a whale? <laughs> well, put it under his head, then, but put it somewhere. Don't just stand there with it.
4: I was waiting for you two to make up your mind.
5: Here, give it to me. There. Is that any better, my boy? I guess so. Now, just lie still. Try not to breathe too much. Give your nose a rest.
1: (laughs) Could I have a Coke? I might feel better if I had a Coke.
5: Oh, well, I guess so, under the circumstances. This once... See if Bertie's got a Coke out there, Marjorie. Oh, and bring a washcloth. Wring it out in cold water.
4: Oh, by the way, Mrs. Ransom phoned again. She wants you to call her back.
5: Yes, yes.
4: I don't suppose anybody's going down to the
1: drugstore for anything, are they?
5: Why, we might. Why do you ask, my boy?
1: I might feel better if I had a comic book or something to read.
5: Well, <laughs> we'll see. First, I want to find out what happened here.
1: Well, I, I was driving down the
2: street.
5: street. I Just to one me. of you, please. I take it you've been fighting again, Leroy?
1: I didn't do a thing, Unc. I was just walking along and he came up behind and started hollering at me. Who did? Snyder.
5: Snyder again, eh? I've spoken to you about getting into fights, Leroy. With Snyder or anyone else? There's no excuse for it.
1: But I didn't start it, Unc. Even so? I tried to pay no attention to him, but he grabbed hold of me and called you a name.
5: Called me a...
1: You and Miss Piper.
5: Well, Miss Piper is Leroy's piano teacher judge.
3: Just what did the Snyder call your uncle, Leroy? We needn't go into that, Judge.
1: He said my uncle was an old chicken chaser. Oh,
5: (laughs) I don't blame you for hitting him, Leroy. I'm opposed to fighting as a rule, but by George, I'm proud of you for this. Yes. Took real courage to stand up to him, a boy bigger than yourself. I don't care whether you won or lost. It took real courage. And it showed loyalty, too. Standing up for your uncle like that, I'm proud of you. My uncle, right or wrong. Don't laugh. (laughs) Loyalty and courage are qualities not to be sneezed at, particularly in a boy. I'm glad Leroy hit him.
1: I didn't hit him, Monk.
5: What? You didn't? Why didn't you?
1: Well, I remember you said I was never to get into another fight again as long as I lived. Excuses. I never touched him, and he punched me right in the nose, a dirty (laughs) guy.
5: That's enough, Leroy. That's enough. It's all over, and I dare say you'll live. He who fights and runs away will live to fight another day. Now, Gildy, I think that's hardly fair. Well, it seems to me his part in this whole thing has been somewhat less than heroic. Annoyed with the boy because he won't fight your battles for you? Is that it? What do you mean? It's not Leroy
3: who's smitten with the young lady. It's not up to him to defend her honor.
5: Now see here, Judge. You could have
3: spared him this whole incident, you know, not to mention the bloody nose, by the exercise of a little discretion. How? Pick someone your own age, then people won't be calling you a chicken chaser. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: I think I feel okay again.
5: Yeah, sure, I don't care. Just keep away from Snyder. Repercussions, repercussions. Everything has repercussions. I meet a girl, Leroy gets punched in the nose. And Leela Ransom gets mad at me. Leela. <laughs> why did I have to think of her? Probably never speak to me after. Well, she won't speak to me. Why is she bothering me on the telephone?
4: Talking to yourself again, honky? How's that? You do it all the time these days. Sign of old age, I guess.
5: It is not. And anyway, I don't do it.
4: You claim you don't snore either. Oh, speaking of Mrs. Ransom, you haven't called her yet. She called you twice.
5: I'll call her when I get a chance. Well, I've been busy. Leroy had this nosebleed and all. All right, I'll call her, ye gods.
4: (laughs) That means nothing to me. I'm just reporting that she called twice and asked to have you call back.
5: Yes, yes, I'll call her. Uh, was there something you wanted, my dear?
4: No. I'd just like to make a call myself when you're through.
5: All right, make your call. Go ahead. I'll walk all the way over there.
4: Oh, Uncle, I didn't mean go to... Go ahead.
5: A man can't make a call from this house in privacy anymore anyway.
4: Well, I'll go away if it bothers you. No, no.
5: Go ahead. Don't mind me. I'm nobody. I just pay the bills around here. That's all. <laughs> it reminds me I'd better pay that one, too. <laughs> she want to see me for. Thought she'd never want to see me again as long as she lives after the last time. Maybe she wants to punch me in the nose. How do I get into these things?
6: Well... Uh, oh! Hello, Leela. Hello, Throckmorton. Huh? <laughs> I heard someone at the door. Gracious. Usually you knock, so you shake the whole house. But today you're like a little creep mouse.
5: (laughs) 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 Uh, Well, I was afraid I might wake you. Oh,
6: silly. Come in, won't you? Well,
5: only for a second. Got to run right back. Got things waiting for me over there.
6: Well, the reason I called... I know.
5: I owe you an apology, Leela. I've been meaning to get around to that. Explaining, I mean. You see... Now,
6: what? World, should you owe me an apology, Throckmorton?
5: You mean you aren't sore?
6: Why in the world would I? <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I
6: only just found out about your new friend, Throckmorton. Friend? Miss. Uh... Piper, is
5: it? That's it. That's why I thought you might be sore.
6: Silly. I hear she's terribly attractive. I'd love to meet her. You would? Of course. After all, you and I are old friends, aren't we?
5: Well, sure, but... Well, then. Leela, by George, your true blue. Oh. You know, a lot of people around this town, they've been sort of turning up their noses at Joanne and me. Mm. I call her Joanne because that's her name.
1: (laughs) Ah.
6: I think that's a lovely name. I'll bet she's charming. Oh, she
5: is. And what's more, she's also a very fine pianist. Oh, you'd like her, Lila.
6: I'm sure I would.
5: I want you to know each other. The heck with the rest of these people around town. I don't give a hang what they think.
6: Well, I think it's just terrible the way people have been talking.
5: The way they've been talking?
6: Why, you're not nearly as old as some of the ones who talk the loudest. And I, I knew you when you were lots fatter. Several pounds at least.
5: (laughs) I'm planning to lose even more.
6: Well, I want you to know that I've defended you with almost everyone I've run into.
5: Well, it's good to know we've got one friend, Leela. Hmm. It's been pretty difficult, I can tell you. Everybody looking askance at us. Yes. We don't dare. Well, you know, you can't be too careful. I've hardly had a chance to get to know the girl.
6: Well, that's one of the reasons I called you, Rock Martin. I wanted to invite you both to dinner.
5: Joanne? Both
6: of you tomorrow night. Will you come?
5: Will we? I mean, will I? And I'll ask Joanne. Oh, Leela, you don't know what that would mean. Oh. be the first time we've gone anyplace together. Uh, Socially, I mean.
6: Well, I I thought it would be nice for you to have an evening alone together. You know, among friends.
5: Oh, Leela, that would be... Uh, But what about you?
6: Oh! Don't worry about me. I'll find someone to make a follow-up.
5: Must we have the judge?
6: Oh <laughs> Rock Morton, you're terrible.:
5: <laughs> All right, invite anybody you like, Leela. It's up to you anyway. I'll have Joanne. But I'd rather it wasn't the judge. He's being kind of stuffy about the whole thing.
1: Oh, now, don't
6: you worry. We'll have a lovely evening. And I just can't tell you how I'm looking forward to meeting Joanne. Oh, You don't mind me calling her Joanne, do you?
5: Why not? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll run home and I'll phone her right away.
6: You do that. Now, tell her I'd love to have her.
5: Oh, but before I go, I just want to say this, Leela. You're a brick.
1: Well, red. Really?
6: You're
5: all wool and a yard wide. <laughs> Yes, sir. Now, there's a woman for you. How can I be so wrong about him every single time?
0: We'll be back with the great Gildersleeve very shortly. Now let's visit the Summerfield Grocery Store. The grocer, Silent Sam Loudly, is waiting on a customer, or rather, is keeping a customer waiting.
7: Uh, show this other fella, the one who put the pigeons in the washing machine in the first place. He went crazy, uh, downhill most of the way. Uh, well, sir... Now, Mr.
4: Loudly, please, I want one pound of Kraft's parquet margarine. Oh,
7: yes, yes, of course, parquet margarine. Uh, spread, the tastes are good. I'll bet you ask for parquet because of its fine, fresh flavor. Why, I once knew a midget six feet tall, tallest midget that ever lived.
4: Please, one pound of Kraft's parquet marjorative.
7: Uh, coming right up. Uh, Say, be sure to try parquet on rolls, muffins, pancakes, and waffles, as well as bread. Uh, sure does taste good. Hardy cringe always uses Kraft's parquet. Howdy Cringe was the first man to play a bagpipe underwater. It sounds better that way.
4: I want Kraft's parquet margarine, Mr. Loudley. No talk, just parquet.
7: All righty, parquet. Here you are, lady. 15,000 units of vitamin A in every pound. A grand energy food, too. One of the best there is. Well, as I was saying to Mrs. Yackenlou, she's a lady who carries her watch in her mouth. Every time you ask the time of day, she sticks her tongue out at you. And I says to her... Uh...
1: Don't delay, try it today. you say hooray
0: for crafts parquet, parquet, parquet. Parquet margarine, P-A-R-K-A-Y, it's wonderful. Now let's get back to the great gilder sleeve. He has made careful preparations for this evening's festivities, taking care of both the outer and the inner man. For his exterior, a new suit. For his interior, he has insisted on lending Mrs. Ransom the services of Bertie for the evening. Now, his cup of joy filled and splashing over, Gildersleeve approaches Leela's house with Joanne Piper's arm tucked snugly through his own.
5: Uh, this is where she lives. Right next door to my house.
6: Oh, I didn't know that.
5: Yeah, we're good friends. Uh, neighbors, that is. I think you'll like Mrs. Ransom.
6: Oh, I'm sure I will. She's so kind to invite me. Uh,
5: she's an older woman, of course, but she's a darn good sport. Yeah, Leela's lots of fun. Did you ring? I, I think so. Somebody will be along in a minute. Well, Bertie, fancy finding you here.
3: Good evening, sir. Good evening, ma'am. Good evening, Bertie. May I have your wrap, ma'am? Thank you.
5: Uh, Why so formal, Bertie? You act like you never saw me before.
3: Mrs. Ransom told me not to get into any conversations with the guest. Oh. Shall I take your coat, sir? Coat?
5: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Thanks, Bertie. I'll
3: just hang it in here in the coat. Oh! Mr. Gillespie, a new suit, double breasted too. Mama, my, my, when'd you get it? This afternoon? Uh, I know I never saw it before. Mine sure does slim you. Yeah, Bertie. And a bow tie.
1: Mr. Gillespie, I'm proud of you. Bertie!
2: Uh oh, shooting my mouth off. <laughs> Is that my okay, guest, Bertie? Yes, ma'am, they're
1: here.
6: I do hope you'll forgive me. Good evening, Throckmorton. Oh,
5: hello, Leela.
6: Oh, and you're Joanne Piper, aren't you? I'm so glad to meet you. i saw. So <gasps> what a cute dress that is. Doesn't she look darling? You bet. Well, thank you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate your invitation, Mrs. Ransom. Oh, well, I'm delighted to have you. Mercy, it's so exciting to see a new face in Summerfield. Uh, let's all go into the parlor, shall we? Uh, Excuse me, Miss Ransom. You want me to serve them little doodads now? Uh, The canopies? Yes, Bertie, you may serve
5: them. Uh, Canopies? Well...
6: (laughs) Down in Savannah, everybody serves them. They wouldn't think of having a dinner party without canopies. Uh, Sit down, won't you, Miss Piper? Anywhere? How
5: about here on the couch, Joanne?
6: It looks awfully comfortable.
5: That's a girl.
6: How do you like Summerfield, Miss Piper? I think it's a sweet little town, don't you? Everyone here's been so nice to me. I'm crazy about it. Mm, It was the same way with me when I first came. Almost like down home, everybody was so kind. Especially you, (laughs) Throckmorton.
1: Well,
5: uh, neighbors, you know. Have to be on a good turn with the neighbors.
6: (laughs) Mr. Gildersleeve has been very kind to me, too.
5: (laughs) Any friend of Dr. Needham's is a friend of mine. Joanne lives with Dr. Needham, you know, Lila.
6: Yes, I know. I just love Dr. Needham. <laughs> He's darling. I meant to go to church on Sunday, but I was still quite tired from my trip. You might tell him if he should ask. <laughs> I'm sure he won't. I don't think he keeps track. Well, I bet he knows just the same. Oh, here's Bertie with the canopies. I do hope you like them. Miss Piper first, Bertie. Yes, ma'am. <laughs>
5: Oh, doorbell. I'll get it, Leela.
6: Please, Strong and Bertie, can I shriek? Bertie There's no reason to get panicky. If you take the canopies
5: and pass them, Bertie can go to the door. Oh, never thought of that. <laughs> Give me the tray, Bertie.
6: Yes, sir. Shall I bring him right in, Miss Mary? Uh, just take his hat and coat, Bertie, and then I'll. Yes, ma'am.
5: Uh, uh, canopy, madame. Voila. Merci. Huh? Oh, vous êtes welcome. <laughs> Mm, have one, Leela.
6: I'd better go and greet my other guest.
5: Oh? Who is it, anyway?
6: You see in a minute. She's awfully nice.
5: You bet. She's true blue, Leela is.
6: Why'd you tell me she was old? She's no older than you are. Well, uh,
5: <laughs> That's what I meant. I meant she...
6: I wouldn't think of her as old, particularly. Well,
5: you're right. Leela and I are both about the same age. She, uh...
0: uh
6: Miss Piper, may I present Leonard Albright? How do you do?
0: Well, how do you do, Miss Piper?
6: And Mr. Gildersleeve, Mr. Albright?
0: How do you do? How are you, Mr.
5: Gildersleeve? Seems to me I've seen you somewhere before.
6: Of course you have, silly. At the bank. Mr. Albright is at the First National. Oh. I couldn't think that's where I met you when I opened an account last week.
3: I remember, Miss Piper. At
6: Throckmorton. You're forgetting to pass the canopies. I'm sure Mr. Albright would like one.
5: But Oh, oh, Sure. Where did Bertie go?
6: Uh, these are smoked shrimps with cheese, Mr. Albright. Mm-hmm. I hope you like them. They're delicious.
5: Have one. Well, thank you.
6: I believe I'll have another one, Throckmorton. Oh, here. Uh, sit down, Mr. Albright, won't you, Anyway, There's plenty of room here on the couch.
5: Hey. That's my seat.
6: <laughs> you can sit here by me, Throckmorton. Then we can both reach the smoked shrimps.
5: But I... Well, they are pretty good. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, you're at the bank, you say, Albright? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess I'm one of your biggest customers. Uh, Not personally, but my department.
6: Mr. Gildersleeve is the water commissioner, Mr. Albright. Oh, is that so? Isn't this a distinguished party, Miss Piper? A public official and a banker. I think a banker gives a dinner party real distinction, don't you? Oh, yes.
0: Well, I'm just an assistant cashier, of course. I...
6: Well, now, that doesn't make any difference. Oh, it must be so exciting, counting $10 bills all day long.
0: Uh, you haven't been there very long, have you, Albright? No, I haven't. Uh, That is, I I was an office boy at the bank in 41, and then I went in the Army. Oh.
4: What did you do in the Army?
0: I was in the Air Corps. Tail gunner on a B-17. Oh,
6: how thrilling.
0: Yeah, it was thrilling, all right. I'm glad to be back in a nice, safe bank.
6: Did you fly over Germany? Were you ever shot down? What? Over Germany? Well,
0: sort of. It was over the French border. We were just
5: coming I don't think Mr. Albright wants to talk about it, Joanne. (laughs) Uh, Veterans don't like to remember their wartime experiences.
6: Oh, I'm sorry. I
5: didn't realize. Oh, I don't mind. Uh, Speaking of flying, I almost crashed myself once.
6: Well, talk, Martin. I didn't know you'd ever been up in a plane.
5: Well, one time I was considering flying, and if I'd taken the plane I thought of taking... I remember the day, the 7th of May, when the ship ran into a terrible storm and almost crashed. Oh, gracious, you might have been killed. That's right. I haven't flown since.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'd love to fly sometime.
0: Would you? Well, there's a plane over at Salinas they rent out. Oh, really? Sss,
5: anybody that would go up and rent a plane. Excuse me, Miss Manson, dinner, sir. Great dinner. Come on, everybody. Let's eat. <laughs>
0: Most of the French people hated the Germans. So if you could get to a peasant, even if he wasn't a part of the underground himself, he could generally put you in touch with somebody. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's how a thousand of our guys escaped and got back to England.
6: It must have been awfully dangerous being in the underground. Oh, no, it was. Tell me about the time you were shot down.
0: Well, it was 1933... Say,
5: folks, we're forgetting something. We've got a lot of musical talent here. We ought to get some benefit out of it.
6: Of course. Oh, forgive me, Joanne. I should have asked you to play. Oh, I don't have to perform, Mrs. Ransom. I'm perfectly happy just sitting here talking. Oh, I insist. I believe people who have a talent should share it. It Give such pleasure to others. Yes. Well, I, I always feel I'm forcing people to listen. Oh, and...
5: no, Joanne. We'd love it. Well, let's not insist if she doesn't want to. Say, how would it be if I, if we'd sing? Uh, would you play for me, Joanne? Well? Or Leela, two fine piano players. Oh, I'm sure Joanne is a far
6: better accompanist than poor little me. I don't play at all, really. Just a few simple chords. Well,
5: Joanne, it is. <laughs> Come on, teacher.
6: Well, I'm not much of an accompanist,
5: really. Oh, no, not much. She plays Chopin, Beethoven, all that stuff. Of course, all I want is something simple. Leela's got some music here. Uh, let's see. Oh yes, here's one.
6: Well, if you've got the music,
5: oh yes. Uh, go ahead, Joanne.
2: Just a little love, a little kiss, just an hour that holds a world of bliss. <laughs> Eyes that tremble like the stars above me, and the little word that sings, You love me. Just a little love, a little kiss, I would give you life for this, as I hold you fast and bend above you, I can hear you whispering.
6: you lovely
5: Throckmorton. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Mr. Gildersleeve is quite a singer. No, I'm no singer. Uh, why don't you sing something, Albright? Oh, no, <laughs> I, I don't sing. Well, who does? Nobody could possibly call me a professional. Come on, Albright, it's your turn. Oh, I'd, I'd rather not. <laughs> what are you worried about? If we get stuck, we'll help you out, won't we, girls? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Come on, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. No.
6: There's a new song that's quite nice.
5: Do you know this? Yeah. No, 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 i never heard it before.
6: Do you know it, Leonard?
5: I think so. You want to try it? If you want to. That's the spirit. Go ahead. Who cares if it's good or bad?
2: <laughs> I love you for sentimental reasons. I hope you do. Believe me, I'll give you my heart.
5: I love you. Say, would anybody like the Indian wrestle? (laughs)
0: The Great Gilded Slave will be back after this short message from Kraft. Every day, millions of women all over America serve Kraft's parquet margarine because it tastes so good. Try it soon. Discover for yourself how good parquet tastes when you spread it on bread, toast, and rolls. See if you don't prefer parquet margarine's fine, fresh flavor to any other brand as millions do. It's true. Every day, millions of women all over America serve Kraft's parquet margarine because it tastes so good. Look first for the margarine of craft quality. Parquet margarine made by Kraft.
1: Don't delay, try it today. You'll say hooray for Kraft's parquet, parquet, parquet. Parquet
0: Parquet margarine, P-A-R-K-A-Y, it's wonderful.
1: (laughs) ¶¶
0: Good night, Mrs. Ransom. Thanks a lot. Yes,
5: thanks so much. Hey, wait for me. Leela, mm-hmm. when you invited that kid, did you know he could sing?
0: Sing? You call
6: that singing? I don't think he sings half as well as you.
5: Yeah. <laughs> you don't, eh? Well, in that case, <laughs> good night. Here, Albright. I get to take her home. <clears throat>
0: Great Gildersleeve is played by Harold Perry. It is written by John Whedon and Sam Moore. The music is by Jack Meekin. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Louise Erickson, Lillian Randolph, Shirley Mitchell, Janet Waldo, Earl Ross, and Ken Carson. This is John Lang saying goodnight for the Kraft Foods Company, makers of the famous line of Kraft quality food products. Listen in again next Wednesday for the further adventures of The Great Gildersleeve. John, may I butt in with a word about the time for the further adventures of The Great Gildersleeve? On April 27th, Daylight Saving Time goes into effect in some areas. In others, it doesn't. Now, The Great Gildersleeve will definitely be on the air next week, and we'd like to suggest that you check your local newspaper for the exact time. You bet. You won't want to miss the show, so be sure to check your local paper for next Wednesday's broadcast time. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.